Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 476, air date November 5th, 2019. Hey, Jerry, for Shiva for Senate. Uh, how many of you know what the economy is? Alan, you may want to see what the hand, hand. How many of you know how the economy runs? Anyone? No one really knows, right? It's kept as a black box, and no one really knows how it runs. And it's so complicated, that's very difficult to understand. But in the next five, 10 minutes, like I did the Paris Accords video or the college scam video, you're, everyone here is gonna understand how the economy works, but more importantly, you're gonna find out how you've been sold out by the career politician, okay? So, that's, so let's start uh, with always the most important person, you. Okay, here's you. Can everyone see this? Yes. And most people here, you know, go to some business somewhere, or you have your own business, this is your business, and you sell some type of skill or you work there and you get some money coming to you, okay? Right? Um, and what ends up happening is some portion of this goes into something called taxes, right? And typically, if you look at the US economy, it's around, roughly around, if you took an average, around 20%, all right? You know, everyone has different tax scales. And this goes into something called the government, all right? And the government, this is their federal budget. And roughly, this is about $4 trillion, okay? Just to give you an understanding of what that's about, all right? What's, a side note, this amount of money, uh, if you actually look at it, um, it's only 10% of people, 10% of taxpayers, 10% of taxpayers contribute contribute to 80% of that $4 trillion. I don't know if you know, knew that. No. Yes. Okay? Just think about that. Okay? Let that just sink in. That $4 trillion that's coming in, uh, 80% of that is coming from 10% of taxpayers. Is that the middle class? It's people who work for a living. Yeah. Middle class, <laughs> etc. Um, so this is what happens now. What ends up happening with this, the way you want to understand the economy is, this goes into what I call three different buckets, okay? And you can think about this broadly. Again, this is a very uh, nice way to understand how all of this works. So one bucket, let's call this, call this bucket one, bucket two, bucket three. Let's call this bucket one, bucket two, bucket three. Everyone got that? Three buckets. This bucket is what we call security. Okay? This bucket is what I call equity. And this bucket is what I call infrastructure. All right? So what does security mean? Security means all the money that gets taken out of the federal budget and put into things like, you know, the army, okay? Military the EPA, the FDA, okay, border security. These are things that are done to protect us, right? Uh, or supposedly protect us through regulations, et cetera, like the FDA, the EPA, that watching out for us. The other bucket is what I call sort of the free stuff, okay? Which includes things like food stamps. And the reason it's called equity is that it's about saying, well, you know, some people didn't get treated well. So we as a government are going to make it equal, right? We want to uh, 
uh, make things quote unquote fair. So this includes food stamps. This includes things like welfare. What else? This Medicaid, right? Um, Etc. Okay. This is about equity, security, equity. The other thing is infrastructure. Okay. Infrastructure. Obviously, what is this? This is roads, right? Bridges. Bridges. What else? This also includes digital infrastructure. Okay. Like 5G. Okay. It water may also include water supplies. What's that? Water supplies. Yep. Water supplies. Sewer. Right. It also includes education and training. Coopers. Coopers. These are things that, so infrastructure could be you go, to a, uh, you go to Job Corps, you learn a skill, you go to a Votech school, right? These are things that enhance your infrastructure that are for the long term. Got it? Any questions? So again, just to, just to again look at this, this is you, you work, um, about 20% on average of the public goes into taxes, $4 trillion federal budget, one, two, and three. Now comes along the career politician, okay? Um, right? Here's a career politician. Now, these are, yep? Just one question. Do you have percentages on the three buckets? Because what we usually hear is too much goes to bucket number one, not enough to bucket number two. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that. Um, what I want to focus on is if you take the career politician, what is a number one? A goal of that individual. Stay in office. What's that? Stay in. Yeah. Stay. So we can say get elected, right? Their goal is to get elected, and then you said get reelected, and then what else? Get reelected. And keep it going. Right. Keep stay going. Right. Right. And then raise money to get elected. Right. Right. To have this going. So if you if you are one of these politicians who, by the way, what are their terms? Two year term. A four-year term or a six-year term? Life. Or life, right. But this is sort of their term, right? Etc. If you're, if the career politician, when he gets into office, which bucket do you think they're going to choose for their constituency? Two. How many people say two? Yes? Two. Okay. Yeah, so they typically give away free stuff. Why? Because they're going to get elected from the day, because it's not their money. So they like to give away free stuff. Sometimes they'll do some of this. They'll, this is typically regulations, more government regulations, or going us and going fighting some war that we shouldn't even be going and fighting. Um, that's what they do. They rarely put money into infrastructure. This is always at the bottom. These are what we would call in business, right? Short term, right? These are easy wins. And this is for the long term, okay? The career politician is not incentivized to do this. Why? Because it's quote unquote unpopular, right? People say, why are you going and putting money over there? Or that's what they think. This is an easy win for them. This is where you have someone like an AOC. This is where you have someone like a Bernie, a Warren, etc. right? <coughs> or for that matter, even people in the establishment of both parties. Why is this important? By the way, to give you an example, Massachusetts has the third worst infrastructure in the entire yeah. country. Yeah. Oh. Third worst by the American Society of Civil Engineers. <laughs> and it's got the third worst corruption. The public integrity um, gave Massachusetts a D plus. All right? And the number one thing in Massachusetts was transparency and lobbying disclosure. Massachusetts got an F, where money goes from. 
So construction work and the corruption in building things and corruption are very, very closely tied. Okay? It gets even more interesting with infrastructure. There's a great paper written by a guy called Philip Howard. If you Google it, it's called uh, Two Years, Not Ten Years. Trump just put two trillion. He just allocated two trillion for infrastructure over the next, I think, six years. But it turns out money isn't enough. You know why? Because in the United States, from the time money is allocated for infrastructure, so guess how long it takes to get any infrastructure project approved? Ten years. Ten years. It takes ten years. Uh, in 2008, about 800 billion got approved. Six years later, you know how much actually got dispersed? Only 50 billion dollars. All right. China and Singapore have a two-year policy. So you say, well, they're authoritarian. But Germany and Canada can do it in two years. So what you have is you have all of this corruption that basically ensures that everyone wants to pay off to get even anything done middlemen. So what's happening to Massachusetts is you take working people in this state to go from Western Mass or going from Andover or from, if they're on the orange line, it's the winter time, to go from there, let's say they're making 40 or 50K, and if they have a kid, a single mother, to get in to Massachusetts and go out, they're spending three, six hours just traveling. And so they're probably wondering, why should I do that? Let me just stay home and get food stamps and go on welfare, right? So this issue, this is the long, this is going long term, is not being addressed by these guys. These people are destructive people. They do not care about you or anyone. They want, they're in it to get elected, re-elected, and re-elected, et cetera. But what can infrastructure do? If you do infrastructure, what does it do? It helps businesses. This is why. It fuels businesses. Because now, you know, I'm starting a business. People can get on online quickly. It's fast. People can go to work faster. You can hire people, and people aren't that upset. Well, I'm going to have to travel a long distance, right? You've eased transportation, you've eased, eased this, but infrastructure also includes more people who are skilled, educated. We had a guy in our campaign, John. John went four years to college, was I think $120,000 in loan, and felt horrible about himself. He went to Job Corps, which is part of this. In two years, he's gotten a job as a carpenter, about to get married, and got a great job in Gardner. Okay? That's what infrastructure is. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, uh, it's, it's awesome. You know? and he was part of our campaign, and you can see in him the struggle of trying to become a full human being. But so infrastructure fuels this. So what happens when you fuel businesses? These businesses make more profit. You increase wages for people. Higher wages. Higher wages mean what? People can save more. You don't have to give free stuff away and do all this stuff over here. So infrastructure is a key. So as my friend says, you have to think long, think long to win short, okay? But what we have politicians doing is they're always going short and we, we're gonna lose the long. China's infrastructure is about 100, 150 years ahead. You know, they're building stuff for 150 years from now. So when you look at this entire system, it's, it's probably the simplest way to understand the economy. You can get into all this other nonsense and econometric modeling. But just think about it, these guys are never caring about this. And if we don't do this, you know, when B was up here, she said, I'm the future, that future is screwed big time. And politicians are not interested in doing this. That's a big takeaway. But if you do this, you fuel businesses, things are getting easier, startups can occur faster, people can start home businesses quicker because you have better infrastructure, 
You can do lots of things faster. And a big part of this is education. The big, big part is people getting skills. You talk to anyone who's a plumber, electrician, they can't find enough people. That's part of infrastructure. Okay, so does that help, help you understand this? Real simple, right? Has anyone ever explained it this simply? No. I don't think so. They make it way too complicated, so you need consultants to even understand, but this is the simplest way of thinking about it. So if we want to win, we have to go long for the infrastructure. Thank you.